0: Everybody, welcome to Arsenal X, NGR's Radio's Xbox Podcast. As always, we throw up the X. Yes, because we are about to throw down. I am your host, Eddie V, and joining me is retired Bossman himself, Mr. Corey Derrick. Welcome back, sir. Oh,
1: thanks. It's been a while since I yes. got to... I mean, Power Block, it's... Look, I mean, we... There's... This episode is going to be a little bit different type of episode today, but like, you know, it's been... I've missed it. I Like, I, I, I've been easing my way back into the episodes, you know, I've done an episode of NGR, I've done a couple episodes of Pow Block now, and it's like, Arsenal X is the last kind of big podcast to, for me to ease my way back into, and <laughs> you know, we ran a little bit long on Pal Block, the Pow Block recording, so, you know... I'm won't be here the whole episode but uh you know it's i can't i'm excited i'm excited to be back it's gonna be a good time (laughs) yes
0: so it is great to have you back uh and everybody like uh you can check us out on ngrradio.com for our past episodes and our past discussions um also check out um, Nurse going Gone Rogue, our YouTube page, uh, for some episodes, um, and like Corey said, this one won't be too long, uh, it's going to kind of be split in half, so we're actually going to jump into what's been in our arsenal, and I'm going to keep my short straight to Xbox, um, I've been playing Forza Horizon 3, You know, building up my car. Uh, Me and Jesse was playing after last week's recording, and we was having such a fun time. Uh, But I actually dove into Mafia Three, and it's really good. I, I, I got to collecting stuff, um, but I'm kind of digging the story and digging a little bit of the gameplay for it. So, um, it's a you know, it's an open world game. You could uh, control a character named Lincoln and uh, some things happen to him Uh, and of course uh, you see what happens to him so that I can really actually kick the game off Um, so I can't wait to jump back into that game and finish it Uh, and then I'm going to be starting on some more Xbox One games Uh, and so hopefully this this week, I'll be able to get into some more gaming um, due to a project that I'm up to. Uh, I got a lot of things to do with that first before I get back into some gaming. Uh, but that's what's been in my arsenal for Xbox. Of course, I've been playing Switch and PS4, but I just wanted to focus on uh, Xbox. Corey, what's been in your arsenal?
1: Um, Well, mostly a lot of Switch stuff because, you know, the baby. But uh, on Xbox, I've been playing through Hellblade again. I've been wanting to get back to that, and that game is just so beautiful. And so, like, even, like, I switched it on Xbox One to graphical mode as opposed to 60 frames a second mode, and it's just Uh like, man, that is a breathtaking game. It's uh, the sound and just the character designs and just the quality of that game is just amazing. And it's. It's one of those games that I think everybody needs to experience, whether or not, like, they know what it's about or what, you you know, it's, it's not like, it's not going to be a big blockbuster AAA game, right? It's not like God of War or, or Gears or Halo or anything, but it's an experience that I think everybody should, should try because of the story and, and what they're trying to get across and, uh, and even if you're not into all that type of stuff, the the way that that they engage certain ideas and mental health and stuff is just, you know, we've talked about it many times on the show. It's just, it's just a game that people need to experience. Uh, so, I've been trying to play through that. I've played some Halo Five multiplayer. Been playing some Fortnite uh, and uh, Destiny. I've been trying to do the Solstice of Heroes uh, event that's going on right now. It's fine. Which uh,
0: I I end I did end up getting the DLC for that that two pack DLC for twenty bucks. I did end up getting
1: that, uh, but I need I need to start working on it. I actually need to go through Destiny too. Yeah. Uh, so I've been having a good time with that. I'm just I'm in this weird middle spot where like I'm too powerful to do all the small stuff, but I'm not powerful mm-hmm. enough to do the big stuff you know because like and and because i can't do the raid and iron banner's only iron banner only comes around once a month so like it's it's like i'm having a hard time finding high level gear e- even with like milestones and stuff it's like i'm inching my way towards the top and like that's the one thing i think about that game is like if you don't have a group of friends to play with it's very when you get to this like middling spot it's very hard to level up by yourself you know if you're not doing the high-end activities so yeah uh, but it's still fun I it's still fun to shoot stuff and I think the way that game's built it's okay to leave the game and come back when you feel like it you know like a lot of the fans want it to be this game that they just play for 10 hours every day and feel like they're progressing and it's not I don't think destiny's ever going to be that game so uh it's still fun but that's in terms of xbox stuff that's kind of all i've been playing uh so a lot of stuff's been on switch uh and and i'm I'm waiting for a lot of switch stuff if you want to hear about it go check out nintendo pile block for all the stuff we've been playing on switch because it's a it's a lot (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) it is
0: uh and we had a great discussion so hopefully you guys uh, check out that episode. Uh, but uh, we're going to get into our Arsenal Exchange. I am going to do some uh, some Arsenal news a little bit later in the show. So you guys will be able to check that out. But uh, we're going to get into our Arsenal Exchange. Because I kind of uh, found this topic a little bit weird. And a little bit unexpected. So Bethesda stopped the sale of a resale uh, unopened. Uh, game that a person was trying to sell of um, The Evil Within 2 and when you guys listen to the story you'll understand why it's a big thing and you can resell a game second hand to a person and this was kind of a big deal definitely when Xbox One was first announced, when they talked about new sales, so from this, from this story, a, a person was trying to resell uh, the, I think the PC version of The Evil Within 2, and Bethesda found out, I think he put it on Craig's list, uh, Bethesda found out and threatened him with legal action if he sold the game or what would happen, and I kind of want to ask Corey um, this question about resales and not, and how does this make Bethesda look and definitely if you watch what we said about power block uh, what we said about Bethesda and power block this is a different light on them um, and so what what are your thoughts on kind of like Reselling games and do you think This puts a bad light On Bethesda because of this
1: I mean it th- I always feel like Bethesda Is like There's two separate sides of Bethesda Where like The, the studios and the game guys Are all for the gamers Whereas yeah. like their legal team And their, their higher ups are Against like not against gamers, but like, they're always trying to pull the rug under some off of someone. Because like a couple years ago, they implemented that thing where like, we're not giving out review codes to people. Uh, our games are gonna just gonna sell as is, right? Uh, and then they they do something like this, and it's like, well, I don't think it's like, it's not like Todd Howard's team or Pete Hines or anything doing this. It's 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 the legal team. And it's people on the other side trying to, like, you know, do... It, it. It's a weird thing, you know? It's it's It sounds bad from a gaming perspective because, like, if... I, I don't really understand it because used games have been a thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And maybe because it's a PC game, I don't know how PC marketplaces work or anything. But, like, is, I, is, dude, is I, was it, in a, I was in a used game store the other day and there is used used Bethesda games in there, and I don't see like their, like the Bethesda cops coming to like threaten that store or anything, you know?
0: Because it's wrapped up. So they said because
1: of the game still
0: being a plastic, uh, and the warranty and everything kind of being in there or or something like that, it, it voids their, um, policy of a second person selling it. So, um, he can't sell it. This is from Bethesda because it's wrapped up. But if I think if he took the plastic off, he could sell it if he wanted to.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's still a weird thing. I think. I think once you buy that game, like that whoever purchased it, like first of all, who's buying a, a physical box version of of <laughs> of a PC they- game. At this point, right? Especially like, the evil within, too. Yeah, like, come on, just come on. Uh, but like, at the same time, if if that guy purchased it legally, I think he has the right to sell it to someone else if he doesn't want it, right? So
0: yes, it
1: it's it's a strange thing, man. I I don't really understand it. I don't. I think it makes Bethesda look bad for doing this. But it's it's like that whole Nintendo Creators Club thing that it, it, it's a different type of situation, but the 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 argument is kind of the same where like you purchase a Nintendo game, right? And they don't want you making money off of them without their them getting a cut because you're using their content, right? To yes. make content. So like you need to sign up for Nintendo's creators Club, which we are, so you know i I don't know how any of that works. Our videos aren't even monetized, so I don't really know what to tell you at that point but like I don't know it's just this weird thing where where companies are trying to find all these ways to nickel and dime people at some point it's it almost reminds me of a move that someone like Activision or e a would do you know it doesn't really sound like someone like Bethesda last year had the whole uh, single player games live, we're here for the players type thing, and it's like some of the stuff that they've been doing outside of that, not even like this thing, but like you know, Fallout 76 say, like totally goes against their save player one type mentality thing, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know, Bethesda is kind of sometimes they mix their messages a little bit where and it seems more like a miscommunication problem than it is a a, uh, a really like a company wide problem you know it just seems like a miscommunication type thing but this whole PC thing man is really strange
0: it this kind of looks bad on Bethesda and my viewpoint is because they just show like. You know they had QuakeCon. Uh, Quake they showed Race Two, uh, 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 Doom Eternal gameplay was showed off. Got announced on Switch, and everybody was hyped for that. And now that looked like all of that has fallen on the wayside because of this story. And I don't know how many people are upset or mad at Bethesda, but it's just like you were guys were on such a good high. Now it all came crashing down. Because we can't sell uh, an unopened copy of a game. In fact, I didn't even know Bethesda was even still making PC games for physical.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. Like the last thing I heard was like they're trying to like they're not selling games on Steam anymore because they have their own Bethesda launcher now, right on PC. Yeah. Where they want people to go similar to the Blizzard launcher and and stuff like that, where like. You know, Fallout seventy six is going to be the first game that is exclusively on that launcher. So, like, the the for something as non like, I don't want to take anything away from the Evil Within two. I'm sure it's a fantastic game, but it's not Fallout or Elder Scrolls or Doom, right? It's not that kind of level of thing. So why why like it's it's one of their smaller titles that you know got great reception, but like. Man, I don't understand why they're doing this. Because
0: it's a Bethesda product. I, I mean, I,
1: I know why they're doing it, but I don't understand. Yeah. What, you know what I mean? I like I know why they're doing it from like a legal perspective, but I don't know why they're doing it from like a PR perspective. It just makes them look bad. You know that's why. You know every every gaming thing you put on YouTube is technically illegal, but a lot of companies let it pass because it's free advertising for their games and and Twitch like. You know I know companies have made deals with twitch now to l- allow them to make money off of streams and stuff like that, but like before all that type of systems were implemented like twitch was like a big illegal thing, which is why Google dropped out of buying them, <laughs> you know like yeah, because there was no way for them to make money and then Amazon came in and implemented all these things, and now there's ad revenue and stuff similar to what youtube's doing, and companies are still making money off their product, even if they're not selling them directly so I don't know. This whole situation just seems kind of weird, uh, but if Bethesda feels the need, they need to do this. Then whatever. And, and, <laughs> and, the, and the guy did take it down
0: and everything, but just like he's kind of confused on why this is such a big thing in the first place because he already he's already on the, he already on the game, uh, I think digitally, and so. He was just like, well, I don't need the physical, so let me sell it. Um, It's kind of one of those that is one of those, we as a publisher, if you buy the game for us, we still want that resale money. So if someone buys it off of you, you should send that money to us or a portion of it. And it's not, it, it really shouldn't be that way because you already sold the product to one person. You shouldn't be getting double sales off of one product.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. I hope they get it handled. I hope they find a find a way to like. I don't know. I I hope they find a way to settle this because it's. I don't know. Used games are always weird. Used games have are always weird. Yeah, it. it, it I I think it's we're in the process
0: of what can be sold and what can't be sold because if they put on the box that this is not for resale then you can't go to a store physically and trade that game in now what you can do because what nobody know is well unless the police find out is that you can't sell a game uh, without the box because they won't know the box says that it's not for resale. Uh you can't sell the game without the box. Yeah. To another person. You yeah. know, it's the same a, a a used game is kind of almost treated as borrowing, but there's just financial attachments to it. Yeah. In a sense.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I I think Bethesda's built up so much goodwill and something like this just like does not do them any favors, you know, like I think with, with, you know, Doom, like, with all the Switch ports we were talking about on Pow Block, and mm-hmm. them trying to, like, gain the respect of single player back with with Wolfenstein and, and, and Doom and now Rage 2, like, for them to do something like this is just so, like, it doesn't fit the message that they're trying to send with the single pl- like, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I, I feel like we're kind of talking in circles at this point, but it just doesn't feel like the message their creative teams are trying to to push. It just doesn't feel like it. They line up right, and 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 it's not like of... they're and it's not like they're trying to please investors because they're still a private company. You know, Bethesda and Zenimax aren't traded publicly. They're they're still a private company, so I I don't know where this is coming from.
0: And he, he the person party could put it on eBay or probably could just sell it at a garage sale and Mm -hmm. and still make the money that uh he intended to get i don't know how much he was going to charge for it but you know um but yeah i I just remember that that used games and like reselling was kind of a big topic once uh
1: xbox one was announced yeah or even even before then when like you know people were trying to charge for online passes if you didn't buy it new remember when ea and warner brothers started the like if you bought a used game to play online you had to buy an extra like you had to buy the online pass because like every game came with the online pass that you had to enter the code in for yeah but if that code was already you know used you had to rebuy it <laughs> so like i mean Companies have been trying to battle used game things forever, and you even see that with Nintendo now with the ROM sites shutting them down, uh, that kind of stuff. So it's well, just the, it's just weird. Like if this guy already has the game digitally and he wants to get rid of it, I don't I don't understand the issue. <laughs> you know, like,
0: right? And but Beth- Bethesda may they made twice the. Oh, well, depending on how much you pay for the digital, like Bethesda made profit off of one game. Yeah, just in two different ways.
1: I mean, we, you and I, do it all the time. Like we have physical copies of, of our favorite games, but if the digital version goes on sale, we're buying it because, like, let's yeah. face it, digital's more convenient than the disc, and it it runs better digitally than it does on a physical disc because you're not trying to stream data from a disc. It's already on the system, so like, you know, I I own a bunch of games physically and digitally, uh, especially for Xbox. You know, and with You know, with online games Like like Destiny and stuff Like, you almost have to have that stuff digitally Because it it just runs better You know, and And with the constant updates And the always online stuff Like, there's At this, like, this is why I mostly have gone all digital Except for, like, my favorite games You know, is because, like It's almost, it's almost not worth Having the disc because of all the online updates All the all the patches and all this kind of stuff you know
0: and and we have to rely on these publishers and developers to make sure that they keep the license up because if the license goes out and it's not on the store anymore if you take that game off your system you're screwed
1: yeah yeah so i don't know it's it's a weird thing but if I mean, if Bethesda feels like they need to do this, like more power to them, I guess. But it's just a, it's just a weird, it's just a weird thing. It this is so weird. So yeah.
0: Well, guys, we want to hear what you guys think uh, about this. You guys can email us at uh, podcast at gmail dot com. Also follow us on Twitter at arsenalxpodcast. I believe that's it. Mm-hmm. Um uh, you, you guys you guys can check up our facebook page at arsenal x on facebook uh, we do have for arsenal x group on Xbox One. I'm sorry everybody, I've been so busy and focused on other things, but I got to get that up and running and promote that more because we do want to play with you guys online. We kind of want to talk to you guys and hear your thoughts and uh concerns for the show or a uh, topic or news or anything. I w- I would especially love especially with enjoy. all the
1: big games coming out this fall, you know, like I'm sure, you know, I know Jesse's going to be getting into Call of Duty. Uh yeah. you know, I'll be getting into Destiny uh you know i'm always up to play halo so uh join our and find our community i'll i'll promote it i'll try to do a better job of promoting it too yes
0: um but we also have some uh some cleaning uh some uh what do you call it home cleaning clean home house cleaning. oh house one, more, clean.
1: one more thing before you get to that we have a we have a destiny clan and i know a lot of people are going to be jumping back into destiny for forsaken so yes. if you want to Join our clan. Find the Nerds Gone Rogue podcasts uh, clan on Bungie.net. Both platforms. If you're playing on Xbox, preferably, because that's where you know we'll be playing. But if you want to jo- join it and you're on PlayStation, also, uh, just search for that. It's available for both platforms. Uh, you know, we're always looking for people to play with, and you know, once that new raid hits, we're going to be looking for people a lot. So, uh, yeah. I still need to pick that. it up.
0: The uh, Forsaken. Um, how much is it? Did they announce the price and everything? Uh,
1: Forsaken by itself is $40. The annual pass with Forsaken is $70. And the digital deluxe version with extra skins and emotes and content is $80. Uh, there's going to be three, uh, like Curse of Osiris or, or, or the, uh, Warmind DLC type, like, style, Expansions yeah. after Forsaken comes out, there's going to be three of those, so uh, the annual pass will be thirty dollars. So it's ten bucks an expansion, which is better than the twenty bucks an expansion that they charge this time. So, okay, uh, well, if you I... buy it all together, it's seventy. So,
0: Wait, which one did you get? Just the Forsaken one. Just
1: I got the, the seventy-dollar one because all that extra stuff is going to be dismantled anyway within the first hour. That I just like. I'm it, this isn't worth it, you know like all the extra stuff they always give you is never worth it because they always add it in in a patch later or you know it's just not usable so
0: okay well yeah i, I that i would have to jump in but um i'm gonna have Corey uh take over some of the house cleaning i, I apologize to everybody i will be better i i gotta get things together
1: yeah. Uh, before we wrap this segment, because my wife is coming home with the baby, so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta hurry up with this. But uh, uh, house cleaning, Nindy Showcase uh, is is the whole season is ready. So if you're interested in what Nindies are on Nintendo Switch and what we think are kind of the best uh, of the bunch right now, uh, yet yeah, we are doing a second season, so Hollow Knight and Dead Cells aren't part of that list yet. So. Uh, that'll be during the next season, which you know we're in currently in pre-production on. Uh, check that out; it's a really, really fun season that we did. Uh, squad goals, definitely check that out. Right now, Ed and I played through Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Uh, it was a really fun time. Uh, trying to, man, that that ROM, that rom fight is just something. Uh, so that's currently going on right now. Uh, La- uh, H- uh, July was our Halo 5 month so if you want to check out our Halo 5 playthrough you can go check that out as well. Uh, they are in separate playlists as well as the full squad goals playlist on, on our YouTube page so you can check that out. Uh, Royale of Cheese we have a great time playing Fortnite and PUBG check that out it's it's a good time also uh, on our website we do have a Twitch live page where we're going to try to stream most of our shows uh, from now on. So you can go to uh, radio.com slash live or twitch.tv slash radio. We are trying to heavily promote that as well. So give us a follow there. And then lastly... Where, where is it? Uh, you know, we are we are kind of working on our, our Season 3 of Pod and Play. Uh, season 3 starts September 1st with Darksiders War Master Edition. Uh, I'm really excited for this season. Uh, and we are also in pre-production on season four of that show <laughs> as well as finish wrapping up the last couple of episodes of season three so uh subscribe to our youtube page youtube.com slash ngr radio and uh check out our website ngrradio.com. subscribe all that good stuff uh even if you are an audio listener and only interested in us talking about xbox news and whatever uh just click over to the youtube page it's uh we worked we work really hard on all this content and your subscription is really appreciated so Yeah. also check out our family of shows especially Nintendo Power Block which is another fun show that we do
0: yes do check that out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so uh, I'm going to have Corey go ahead and plug Um, I'm going to do my plugs after the news and after this break Uh, but Corey uh, go ahead and plug
1: Yeah, uh, sorry I wasn't able to be on the whole show, guys. Uh, But you can find me at CorianHD86 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Nerds Nerds Gone Rogue Podcast and Nintendo Power Block, as well as other content here on Nerds Gone Rogue. Uh, Yeah, just come check out all of our content. I mean, I'm really proud of the team and what they've been able to do, uh, you know, without me the last couple weeks, especially this show, I think is really been great the last couple of weeks uh, with Ed and Jesse so uh, you know I'm really proud of everybody I, I I've been enjoying listening to stuff instead of just being a part of it the last couple of weeks it's <laughs> it's I think our shows kind of I think that I think that we do a great job with all of our shows and and you know I'm not just saying that because it's it's our shows I, I'm saying that because like going back to our You know original set of shows compared to now it's like man as podcasters and as you know whatever else you want to call us personalities i think we've all grown into our own you know i I think we do a great job so uh especially you know ed holding the ship together on both shows while i was gone like it's good stuff proud of you ed
0: thank you (laughs) was well everybody uh for this uh, episode Definitely for this uh, video segment uh, We're going to quickly throw the X
1: Transition
0: yeah, Because we're transitioning We're exiting To our next segment Right after this break and i am back yes everybody it's time for some arson news uh once again thank you to boss man Corey Derrick for joining me uh what you guys heard was gifts of war 2 um out of a mankind theme hip-hop remix so if you guys like that track you can find it on youtube give that person a good like and subscribe to him if you guys like his music um so yes, I have four stories for you guys and we're going to get into some good Arsenal news. Cause, uh, me and Corey had a great discussion and I want to guys give you more insight about the topic that we spoke about. Um uh, but there's the challenges definition of reselling games with legal action. And this is what we was talking about. Um, um, the f- uh, first section of Arsenal X. So, you guys, I can give you more info. Uh, the story is coming from Game Informer. So, let's let's jump into it. Although the recent detail, Fallout seventy six has major online up- components, but Bethesda is one of the publishers c- champion the creation of single player games. But these games tend to be more prone to being resold. And according to a recent report, it may also be challenge- uh, champion legal action against people trying to resell their games after buying them according to polygon philadelphia resident ryan huck purchased a copy of the evil within 2 with the intention of later getting a playstation 4 to play it on he eventually decided to upgrade his pc instead which made the sealed ps4 copy of the game he had useless so like many people with the game they no longer want to keep he decided to throw it up on the amazon marketplace he posted it as new since he hadn't broken the seal on it yet After posting the listing, Hub received a letter from Bethesda's legal firm, Voyers. The letter threatened him to take the listing down or face legal action. Vorries stated that because Hub was not an authorized reseller, reselling the copy was unlawful. They also started Hub posting the listing as new instead of used it was false advertising since the resell copy no longer had the manufacturer's warranty and could therefore not be considered new. And because the game could not be considered new, reselling the game as it was listed was not protected by the first sale doctrine, which enabled secondhand markets for physical products like video games including resale and rentals as polygon points out this is standard operating procedure for worries who has a page on his website telling companies that only a single material difference is from the uh, genuine product the creator of the item sales is necessary to nullify uh, the first sale doctrine protection and that the material difference doesn't have to be physical hence the letter leaning on the lack of a manufacturer's warranty to justify legal action Huck quickly took his listing down but isn't too happy about it. I understand the legal arguments but they start relying on and accept that they have some legitimate interest in determining how their products are sold at retail, Huck told Polygon. But threatening individual customers with lawsuits for selling gains they own is a massive overreach. So we haven't got any major blow uh blowback uh from it just yet. Um uh, but uh, Surreal uh Vasquez, he's an associate editor uh, editor at Game Informer, um his take was while it's possible Hub could still be posted a listing and just follow it as shoes and maybe get away with it, Ribis further threatening letters and legal action. Hub likely doesn't have the resources to fight a lawsuit, which makes backing down his best move. Even if he might have legal ground to stand on. That said, if a consumer rights organization were to uh were to take the issue up in court it could lead to some interesting legal procedures down the road hopefully hub could find someone to find a buyer for his copy of the evil within too and he might be able to just to go to GameStop and trade it in um saying that it, you know he never used it or anything uh and probably get some store credit for that but you know me and corey had our discussion and you know, we we have our opinions on it, and I kind of feel, I kind of feel like that but that Bethesda did, um, kind of oversell it. Uh, but it but it, it's weird that he has to be a reseller to even sell that um unsell copy. Um, you know, some of the products that I get, uh, that says uh mostly new, or anything, it's kind of under the used used banner. So I wonder. If he, uh, would've, if he would've put it under use and put it like mostly new, uh, wrapped and everything, uh, what would they say about that? Uh, but we shall see if there's going to be any blowback, uh, or if this story will quickly die. Um, hopefully, like they said, he found someone to, uh, buy his copy if anyone's interested, um. So we'll follow up on that. Uh, if more news come out on it, we'll try to uh, have more of a discussion about it. But if not, then uh, we hopefully he find someone to buy his copy. But we're going to move on. Uh, Bethesda may not release the Elder Scrolls. Letters on systems that don't allow cross pay. It's no secret that game creators are found across play platform, uh, cross platform play and integration. Oh, integration. Sorry about that everybody Let me read that again <laughs> It's no secret that game creators are fond of Cross platform play and integration They want people to be able to Play with their friends and continue their games on any, su- on any system They see fit Even if it means an Xbox One player Connects with a friend on Playstation 4 Xbox and Nintendo are Embracing cross play functionality But Sony continues to treat the Playstation 4 As a gated community Sony shut down Epic Games Games bid to bring cross uh, console cross-platform play to the PlayStation 4 version of Fortnite, but has vaguely stated it is looking into the possibility of letting its hardware connect to other systems. But the software appears to be putting pressure on Sony to change its stance. At this year's QuakeCon in Grapevine, Texas, um, the writer sat down with Pete Hines, and the writer is... Um, Uh, Andrew uh, Reiner He sat down with the And kind of talked to him about it Um but that's the Senior Vice President of Global Marketing and Communications to talk about the forthcoming console version of The Elder Scrolls Legends. The first question was for Heinz to give a general overview of what console players should expect from The Elder Scrolls Legends when it eventually hits on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. The Elder Scrolls Legends is a strategy card game that encompasses both single and multiplayer, Heinz said. It is both cross-platform play and cross-platform progress. He cuts him off at this point to clarify that the cross-play will only be on certain systems, since I figured this wouldn't apply on PS4. Hines replied, It is our intention in order for the game to come out, it has to be those things on any system. We cannot have a game that works one way across everywhere else except for on this one thing. The way the game works right now on Apple, Google, Steam, and Bethesda.net, it doesn't matter where you buy your stuff. If you play it on another platform, that stuff is there. It doesn't matter what platform you play on. You play against everyone else who is playing at that moment. There's no, oh, it's easier to control, or it has to have a better frame rate on the system. It's a strategy card game. It doesn't matter. He asked him if that meant there's a chance it won't come out on PlayStation 4 if Sony doesn't change its stance. We continue to talk on all of our platform partners, Heinz added, but those terms are essentially non-negotiable. We can't be talking about one version of Legends where you take your progress with you and another version where you stay within that ecosystem or is walled off from everything else. That is counter to what the game has been about. He told Hines that Sony isn't letting Fortnite offer crossplay and that the game is the biggest thing out there right now. I am aware, he said. I'm just telling you that's our stance. This, that is our intent. And that is our message. Not specific to anyone in particular, but to everyone we are talking about. This is 100% clear. This is what we are doing, what we need, and what we attend. Heinz didn't outright name Sony in any capacity, but unless Bethesda is doing something different with its cross-platform efforts that conflicts with the freedom Xbox One Switch currently allows, it has to be PlayStation 4. High statement comes in a year in which Sony has been under pressure to embrace cross-platform play between PS4 and other consoles. Earlier this year, Xbox Phil Spencer in the official Fortnite Twitter account tweeted in support of Fortnite crossplay between PS4 and Xbox One. A couple of months ago, former Sony Online Entertainment CEO John Smelly stated the reason for the lack of crossplay on PS4 was simple. Sony didn't want people to buy Xbox One games and end up using them with a PS4, but Bethesda's own Todd Harbour also stated they would love to do crossplay with Fallout 76, but Sony wasn't being as helpful as we want them to be. And the writer's take says, all systems should allow crossplay and cross-platform progress. I love seeing Bethesda dangle the possibility of one of his games not coming to specific machines in front of console makers. Here's hoping the pressure works. And, uh, even though this is, um, kind of applying to Sony, I, I, I got to say that this is not going to happen. And they're still going to bring Legends. They're still going to bring Elder Scrolls 6. And they're still going to bring a lot of their games to the platform. And I kind of feel like them trying to pressure uh, Sony to get into cross-play uh, so that one card game could be playable all around. Like I don't even think Doom is crossplay between uh Xbox One and um Nintendo Switch yet. So until we actually see um a lot of games that Bethesda's going to release on Xbox One and Nintendo Switch um we can't I, I, you know, I just can't say that they're gonna hope that Sony turns their uh turn uh change their minds, and out of the blue, is crossplay. Like I, what I want to see is, is that they put a lot of games on Switch, um, so they can do crossplay. You know, if Bethesda could bring some games to Switch to allow crossplay with Xbox One. Then we can we shall see what happens. Even though they may not have a lot of games. Because my thing is this. Let's see what you do with Elder Scrolls 6. Can you make a Nintendo Switch version that's gonna be uh playable? And that's gonna be crossplay? Because if you just bring in something like card games, uh, uh Doom Eternal is not crossplay, if Wolfenstein Young Bloods is not crossplay, then why are you trying to pressure sony we love playing with nintendo players we with with fortnite we love that crossplay. we love that games are offering xbox one and nintendo fans to you know have fun together and that's what i definitely love and enjoy so we shall see definitely what um what happens um i'm rooting for all three systems to be cross-played for, with some games um I, for me personally i would love to be able to have that option open because as an xbox player and a nintendo player you know i would double dip on a game if need be because if i want to take my game on the go I could play put it put on playing on my switch. If I want to game with Jesse and Corey and uh the fans of the NGR community and our Xbox community, I wanna be able to do that. And if it considers me picking it up for PS4, triple dipping, probably additionally on the sale, um, I will pick it up and play with the Nurse Gone Platinum guys or and, and the community there. Like I would love to be able to to cro- to have those platforms and play with everybody but if I'm able to even cross play let's say I mean and reason why I say triple dip is in case some people who don't own a Switch or a Xbox one but want to play uh, but want to do cross play uh, but they need somebody for PlayStation 4 I will I will uh, get it and you know and probably play with them and uh, have some fun so, but we shall see in the future what Bethesda and Sony does. Um, our next story, uh, Resident Evil 2 gets an absurdly priced typewriter edition in Japan. As someone who recently got a new mechanical keyboard, I'm pretty sure it's type in things right now. Keyboards are cool, but paying nearly $1,000 for one as part of a collected edition is a bit much. And this is from, uh, Surreal Vasquez again. Uh, But if the price or region is no limit, Capcom's got a Japan-exclusive offer for you. As part of the slew of collector's editions for the upcoming Resident Evil 2 remake, Capcom has partnered with high-end keyboard maker Quirky Toys to release a Bluetooth-enabled mechanical keyboard that resembles a typewriter like the ones you use to save in Resident Evil games of old. The keyboard includes Umbrella Corp and Lexington uh, brandy, and depending on which edition you get, you can also enhance the merchant with inkwells, which store police tapes, which you can use to seal off your house or apartment to no one, who will uh, so no one will get near your new expensive keyboard. How expensive is it? Well, the cheapest edition you can get which includes the keyboard and nothing else is 75,000 yen, which is roughly $700, not including shipping, but if you want everything which includes everything in the previous announced others collected edition, the keyboard and four of those police tape rolls, it'll run you 99,800 yen, which translates to $900. If that's too rich for your blood, you can already snag a great deal on the keyboard itself. All you have to do is forego the game-related branding and buy it plain straight from Quirky Toys, which has had a standard version of this same keyboard available for $250. Where does the extra 450 it costs to have it rebranded go exactly? No one knows. Think of it as a donation to Racco City Police Department. Maybe? So, yeah, a nine hundred dollar keyboard uh, and that it doesn't look worth it, but if you're a good Resident Evil fan, uh Jesse Douglas <laughs> listen to two episodes ago, as we discussed um Resident Evil Four that I want him to play. I told him that I would pick' him, pick it up and uh play with them. Get it back on your system, Jesse Douglas you guys are interested uh you can look at the story uh on a on a game informer and they would they have a link for it if you guys want to see it and purchase it if you got the money to pick it up our last sale though last sale <laughs> A last story. I don't know why I just said that. A last story is a uh, uh, in celebration of uh, Cuphead sells three million copies. Um, uh, Studio MDHR, the developers behind the highly acclaimed Cuphead, have announced that the indie 2D platformer has sold three million copies since its release last year. It's been a fairly long journey for Cuphead, which has been shown at multiple Microsoft ET press conferences. The game was lauded for its fantastic art style, but faced skepticism skepticism for its boss rush structure leading to some time spent on additional content the game was well liked when the first release reaching the one million milestone within weeks and then two million not long after at e3 a new dlc expansion was announced for the game with a third playable character and new bosses scheduled for release in 2019 and then you guys can check the, also the trailer if you want to see it, so congratulations to Studio MDHR uh, selling three million copies. Bring it to Switch, so we can sell more copies and add some online functionality. So me, Jesse, and Corey can play this game and help each other get through it. With me, morally helping them get through it because um, I love shooters. Uh, but I would love to play a couple on Switch. I would love to see that game running on Switch, uh, maybe in the future. Studio MDHR, Microsoft. Let let's work together and let's make it happen. <laughs> but everybody, that are is our news story, our arson news. Uh, once again, uh, thank you for joining me. And if you guys uh have any idea uh about the stories that came. Uh, that I just read to you guys and you have opinions. You guys once again can email us at Arsenal X podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Arsenal X Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at that retro code. If you guys want to uh be my friend and join me on Xbox One. Uh, my Xbox Live uh name, gamer tag or whatever you want to call it is the the lyrical one uh capital D A L Y R I C A L one um You can uh, find me there Also find more content at NGRradio.com and on Nurse Gone Rogue on our YouTube page Where you can check all our other shows At Um, the beauty of video Games is in the works So I cannot wait for you guys uh, To read that and listen To the podcast Um, It's coming exclusively to NGRradio.com It's it's more Optional opinion on there So you will see kind of it Starting out as an optional opinion project Uh, But when you uh, start seeing the podcast and stuff it will say optional opinion um, and then going forward for that. So once again everybody have a great week. Have a great weekend. Once again thank you Corey for joining me for the first half. Um, Hopefully Jesse Douglas that you had a great and awesome time on vacation. I can't wait till you got all you guys come back and we deliver a new episode uh, with all three of us. Also everybody we are getting ready for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 commentary that's going to be coming down the line. Uh, we just got to set a date and a time to watch it and uh, record the episode. So, um, I will announce that and be ready for that. Also, like Corey said, um, if you guys are into Destiny, we do have a Destiny clan, so uh, check that out, and also we have our Arsenal X. Uh, group on Xbox One And we're going to give out more information on, on that So as always even though I'm by myself I still got to throw up the X Cause I am out And we will see you guys Next time on Arsenal X Podcast Bye everyone